Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good Monday morning to you. It is The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. We're going to take a look at some potentially market-moving headlines. But first things first, Ryan, had a good weekend? Yeah, so pretty uh, restful weekend. How about you, Elliot? Not too bad. Although, I have to say, very, very warm yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a headache by night time. Gosh, well, I hope it's uh, better right now. Yeah, I took a uh, Panadol this morning. A lot better. Uh, amongst all the other things that are giving me headaches this morning, uh, let's okay. But looking at the markets, it seems that there is a lot of focus, you know, this week, uh, starting off the week, with Chinese companies. Yeah, I guess a bit of good news and bad news. Let's get a bad news out of the way first. So it's a bunch of bad news for Chinese companies and their investors. So over the weekend, we had some data coming through. This is around the PMI data, the official ones, showing a contraction, a surprise contraction, at a reading of forty nine for July. Right. The consensus uh, forecast was for a reading of 50.4. So that is where we have a 50 mark separating contraction and expansion. And this is the lowest reading in three months and also reflects how COVID-19, the lockdowns, the uncertainty has just impacted the Chinese economy and Manufacturers, investors, businesses will all have to grapple with the ongoing COVID-19 cases that are picking up. Mm, mm. Um, I mean, you mentioned China and the first thing that comes to mind is ongoing, everlasting, Evergrande situation. <laughs> I mean, I, I know you brought it up last week. There were a couple of deadlines that they needed to meet and some issues that they needed to solve. Is there an update to that? Yeah, let me wind back the clock. They were supposed to do their homework and come up with a restructuring plan of sorts, a draft at least, by the end of July. So they pretty much left it to the last minute and we got it at the last minute and they pretty much disappointed with the plan. So not a lot of clear details, but just a lot of principles on how they would restructure the debt. So it didn't really please a lot of the market watchers. And this is where we might get a few jitters around the debt situation. Oh, around Evergrande mm, mm. as well as the surrounding um, developers as well. So that's one to watch to see how much investors will be jittery around the latest situation on Evergrande. So bear in mind, they were holding on to $300 billion of liabilities. So this could be something to watch as we see a bit of a, a crisis in confidence in the Chinese property sector. Okay, so I'm kind of using you know everything that we saw last week and, and seeing how that perhaps reflects in the, in the China situation that we're talking about this morning. So we talked about Evergrande there were issues where the tech sector was concerned. Is there any form of similar reflection where where China's tech sector is concerned? Indeed. So here is where Alibaba is going to be in focus. So they will be reporting their earnings this week and already ahead of it, they are making the headlines. The SEC, the Securities Exchange and Commission in the US, has added Alibaba to a list of companies that could face the listing. So this the long-running thing that's been going on, how they've been trying to get um, the auditing process underway by getting access to Alibaba's books. If they don't, many of these companies, including Alibaba, will now face the prospect of being kicked off. And this list right now is running around 200 names. So something to watch out for when it comes to anyone, at least Chinese companies listed Mm. in the US. They Mm. could just face uh, potential pressure with the prospects of being delisted. And obviously, if we talk about the tech sector, we can't uh, leave out the issue of uh, chip making and the supply chain issues that have come along with it. 
how is this turning out so far where China is concerned? I understand that uh, the U.S. is tightening some restrictions on uh, access to chip-making gear. Yeah, here's where something could be raising complicated. Yeah. the pressure and the tensions around the U.S.-China front where we have the U.S. tightening restrictions on China's access to chip-making gear. So uh, this is where you need equipment to make semiconductor chips. Yeah. And many yeah. of these um, equipment makers are based in the U.S. So what the U.S. has done is restrict how China can get access to these equipment. So this means previously the ban on most gear that can fabricate chips of 10 nanometers or better, that has now been expanded to anything more advanced than 14 nanometers. Mm. So the uh, implications could be a bit of a race where you've got now the US and China just setting up their own um, stuff, their own factories to make chips. So it could also break the dominance of uh, of Taiwan as a huge hub for the semiconductor space. Yeah, we've been talking about that for quite a bit. Uh, Turning attention to the United States, they've got the ISM Manufacturing and Services PMI set to be released. Uh, I believe ISM Manufacturing is today, or tomorrow rather, or later tonight, Mm. and then Thursday is for the uh, Services PMI. That's right. So one to watch in the week ahead and the coming days, we will get a reading of the US economy based on the PMI numbers. So we'll get a glimpse of how these Elevated inflation pressures, rate hikes, and all those consumer sentiment uh, factors will play into the PMI figures. So that could be one to watch because last week we had a GDP figures showing at least a technical recession. We'll see if the latest numbers support that. Yeah, and the argument here is because of strong jobs growth, we're not in recession. So that debate will continue. We've talked a lot about China. Of course, we're expecting the Chinese manufacturing PMI today. This is for the month of July. Mm. Australia, uh, the bank there is expected to make a uh, rate decision as well. So two central banks to watch out for in action this Mm. week. Um, One of them will be Australia and they are widely expected to hike their rates by Another 50 basis points mm. on the back of what's been rather strong and hot inflation numbers. Uh, latest one is around 6.1% in the second quarter. And it is expected to hit over 7% towards the end of the year. So some front loading, at least um, from the Australian side to watch out for. And the Bank of England will be in action as well. This is where they are widely expected to raise their interest rates by Another 25 basis points to 1.5%. So this is also with the backdrop of rising inflation there. Right, right. All eyes as well this week on oil because, you know, this is also on the back of uh, over the weekend. Uh, we had some news with regard to OPEC. Uh, their new secretary general has come out to say that Russia's membership in OPEC Plus is vital for the success of any kind of agreement. But so all eyes are on that. Yeah, so expectations are for no changes to say the cause of gradual return of production but it's all around politics when it comes to OPEC plus mm, these yes, days yes. where we are watching out for for example what you pointed out and also the Russian president Vladimir Putin is meeting Turkish president Recep Tayyip Erdogan in Russia in Sochi later in the week so it oh, is all around energy politics when it comes to OPEC plus and maybe we could see some headlines coming out from there just a couple more points to get through we have an ASEAN foreign ministers meeting this Wednesday they are 
our meeting in Phnom Penh um, and all this amid the deepening um, political crisis where Myanmar is concerned. Indeed. So this is where we are watching out for some dialogue to happen between the foreign ministers and it is going to be expected to be attended by the US, China, right. Japan and Russia. So one to watch for Headline Sons again if they can sit at the same table and reach some form of agreement. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, just uh, very quickly, we've got quite a few uh, crucial earnings uh, to wrap up uh, the earnings season this week as well. Yeah, I'll start with what's happening back home and the ones to watch out for will be uh, OCBC on Wednesday and DBS on Thursday and Singapore Industries and Venture Corp on Friday. And taking a look at what's happening in the US, uh, the big ones to watch out for will be tomorrow where we will get the likes of Uber, Starbucks, PayPal. And later in the week, we will be getting the likes of Warner Brothers Discovery on mm. Thursday. Also... In the region, in the region, we'll get HSBC later today, and on Wednesday, Nintendo. So lots of earnings to give a brighter or clearer picture of what's to come in the rest of the year when it comes yeah. to the prospects yeah, of yeah. the economy. Very interesting to watch out for. And we have a small issue of a certain Nancy Pelosi traveling the region, but <laughs> we'll take that as it comes along. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.